0: J.D. Talking Sports, it is Sunday, August 19th, 2018. So I was going see Mission Impossible today, overslept, so my parents went to see Crazy Rich Asians, and I decided that that is a movie that is best seen by parents and not with their son. So I took a stand and stayed home. Now, last night I could not sleep. Well, I, I started watching Death Wish, Bruce Wills. Eli Roth, I thought, would be very good. No. Ready Player One. No, wasn't really into it. And then I watched uh, Cabin in the Woods or something like that with uh, Thor. Not what I expected. I don't want to give too much away, and I'll leave it at that. Now, the Yankees. All right, sorry. Sorry about that shaft. Oh, Also, subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. You can find J.D. Talking Sports on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Google+. I also can transcribe the episodes, but I decided that is a little too much for me. I don't know. They said it's, maybe I'll read up on more on it. I just sounded like work. Big shout out to Big S. I wanted his kids to know that their dad rocks. And I was talking to Lanker today, and I think that I went with Big S to an Iron Maiden concert, but I am not 100% sure on that one. He's out in Colorado. I said I would come visit him. I have not. I met his lovely wife. I met his two little kids when he was living in Southern California. We went out for sushi. I forgot the name of the place. He'll remind me. I haven't seen him in a while. But I'll tell you, I hadn't seen him in a while. It was like we, we, it's like we'd never been apart. And he'd come to New York a couple times and he saw me and we hung out and we had a really good time. I miss him. So I'm going to, there's my shadow for Big S Rock. I don't know if he did the show this week. My love always Lithuanian Laser. He has gone AWOL. And that's okay. Everybody gets busy. And I was just talking to Lanker. Lanker cracks me up, man. Lanker should have been a freaking... Should have been an attorney because he loves to argue. Gumbo Chef has been away in New Orleans. He's there for another week. Hope he's having a good time. I have not heard from him. I didn't want to bother him. My buddy is back. Bill is back from the Outer Banks. I will see him this week. Yankees winning today looks like they will sweep or 10-2 in the 6 but DD got hurt. Yankees are th- 77 and 46 they are th- they are th- 31 season I 31 games over 500 which is kind of crazy. And the Sox going in today 17 and through the last 20 88 and 36 88 and 36 40 I'm sorry 52 games over 52 games over. They have a, over they have a 10 and a half game lead over the Yankees. So Yankees could go 32 over 500, which would lead every division. The scary thing is that Oakland is tied with Houston going in today's game. If the Yankees had to play Houston in one game playoff with Verlander on the mound, which I'm pretty sure he would pitch. And with that lineup, I'd be nervous. Imagine Yankees could win a hundred games this year and be out. Poof, just like that. It used to be, you know, teams won a hundred games and even make the playoffs. So you have to like that. Now ESPN will not show the national anthem, which I think is a bullshit move on their part. It's cheap as shit. I think it's. I, I'm like, really, guys? Because we don't want to create any controversy. That means you're giving it to freaking Trump, in a way. Because if we don't show it, then you know nothing. You know, th- then nothing can happen. He can't tweet about it. Well, I think I would like them to have it. And I saw that they have a Blue Lives Matter, which that if cops. There should be capital crime if cops are killed and the Jets approach them. But Isaiah Cromwell had posted on Instagram in 2016 a picture of a cop getting his throat slashed, which I think was disgusting back then. Kind of like I thought Colin Kaepernick with pig socks on. Because not every cop is an asshole, just like not everybody's a racist. You know, you don't think every southern's a redneck. You don't think every, Italian, you know, every northerner is like, so you forget about it. Or every New Jersey knows what, what exit is. It. You know, you know I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. And I thought it would have been a good thing. You know, maybe they could have talked. Isaiah Cromwell could have talked to the cops. And maybe they could have had it come to an understanding. He said, hey, you know, I made a stupid, you know, I shouldn't have put it up. Maybe I can express my feelings. I don't have to show a cop getting his, there's a better way to show things. But that's why, hey, that's social media. Bam. Just put it out there. Don't even think. Just put it up. Ridiculous. And I think ESPN should show the national anthem. And if guys don't want to stand, then that's the thing. Hey, you go from there and you move on. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. not happy at all with that. At all. And if Marvin Lewis next win, he will break a tie with Jim Moore for the most wins. 126. That'll be his 126th win without a playoff win. Now, Marvin Lewis, I don't know how many more years they're going to give him with the Bengals. But I feel like every year he's had a pretty good team. And what, you know, all those, he's been there 15 years. I don't know. I just, I I feel like, well, Bengals don't like spend a lot of money, but. A.J. Green is getting a career wasted. Andy Dalton, what's he going to do? Let's see. Come on, let's get some shit going there, Bengals. I love the uniform. I love that they changed the uniforms. I thought it was pretty cool. And Yankees, yes, Severino got the win. He actually allowed two runs or less for the first time since July 1st. The Grom pitched a complete game. He's now over 587, which is good. You got to love that. But the Sox are freaking hot. You know this whole uh, helmet thing, where Herzlick got one a penalty for uh, lowered his helmet to initiate contact on in an every every day linebacker blitz on third and five. The running back tried to pick him up, got blown up, and quarterback was sacked, but he got penalized for a play that every blitzing linebacker has done for years. They have to. They're going to have to get. They're going to have to do something here because something's not working. Now. Davis Webb played better f- for the Giants against the Lions. A.J. McCarron out for the Bills with a broken collar. A hairline fracture but it. Said he's going to be out not, not out long. they think a Josh Allen could start. Baker Mayfield, meh. I don't know. I think they're going to start with Tyrod Taylor. Sam Darnold played all right. I guess we'll see how that works out. Chad Kelly is now the number two, but I saw the end of uh, Chase Daniels led him to a win at the end of the game. Chad Kelly's uh, had the only three touchdown passes in the preseason but Case Keenum's a starter. And Paxson Lynch played like, what do he throw for like 39 yards last night? Didn't do shit. What are you going to do? And then I read this article about UNC, you know, with that mass academic fraud, you know, providing free classes and guaranteeing passing grades for dozens of basketball and football players. It was uh, offered by the Af- African and Afro-American Studies Department. Required no attendance, So the the thing was so Mary Willingham, a learning specialist with the Athletic Department, she uh, pulled the cover. She offered to prove she offered to to the revered basketball coach Roy Williams that a former player could neither read nor write. William shook his head, no no no, it's not my place, he said. He offered an avowal of stubborn faith over a fact. I don't believe it's true. So this article was written by who wrote this article? Michael Powell. And this is my alma mater. So, you know, it's like, you know, this is this is my school. But I remember reading about this. And uh, so Michael Powell spoke to B. David Ridpath, a former athletics compliance officer, now professor of sports administration at Ohio University, to ask if coaches and athletic directors can plausibly plead a fog of ignorance. He said they could not. Athletes sign waivers when they arrive on campus to let the athletic department monitor their great achievements and woes. I mean, I can't believe that William shook his head, no, no, no. I don't believe it's true. How can he not believe it's true? Listen, I watched uh, Last Chance U. These kids did not look, some of these kids were, you know, passing classes. No offense, they didn't look like, they, they looked like they, they should still be back in high school. They. Didn't, the reading levels, whatever. I mean, I was shocked that these kids would be able to handle college classes, let alone junior college classes. and you, yeah and this is this is definitely true the they, the key uh there's a huge apparatus this is what ridpath said there's a huge apparatus on these campuses designed to keep these athletes eligible remember that eligible and that is very much different from ensuring they get an education eligible and education are two different two different things and so the bubba cunningham the athletic director who was not at the university as a scandal took seed and who managed the fallout received a raise. He has now paid 740000 with another 60000 for entertainment and 200000 in annual deferred compensation. Uh, the, only, only available to the UNC's president and chancellor. The chancellor makes less money than Cunningham does. Cunningham was even reimbursed for the cost of using an agent to, to negotiate his contract. Listen, if you can get in a contract, more power to you. Much alumni abuse over the years was heaped upon Dan Kane, the fine reporter from the News and Observer in Raleigh, who exposed this corruption, whose paper has waged a battle against those who would turn a fine university into a sports factory outlet. Are we, I'm not shocked about this. You know, the current players, they sold their, you know, sneakers for as much as 2500 which is a nice piece of change. The university is completing a $36.85 million deal with Nike and expects to sign a more lucrative one. Texas and Ohio State recently signed deals with Nike in the neighborhood of $250 million. So Williams makes 2.1 million. Larry Fedora, the football coach, makes 1.8 in salary and incentives. They also have side deals with Nike, although the university does not require them to divulge those details, as that is their personal business. So they make a lot more money than that. So university officials pledged to mop up, you know, clean it up. They said no current student who took such a course, they vowed, could count those credits toward a degree. Alumni would have to make arrangements too. In 2016, the accreditation agency awarded UNC, you know, a kiss of approval. Where we are today has taken deep introspection, North Carolina's Chancellor Carol Fault said. University officials said their description of academic fraud was a typo, typographical error. Beth Keith, the Associate Chancellor for University Communications, was kind enough to get back to Powell. She said the scandal applied to no current player. Uh, The irregular classes didn't meet the university's academic expectations, but that didn't make them fraudulent or fake. And the grades counted and the credits remained on transcripts. Wow. Now, when I read all this, am I shocked? Am I shocked? Listen. You know, they have tutors, they have... Now my, my my brother went to Syracuse and uh, not Rocket Rocket Ismail, but his brother Kadri took serious classes at at uh, Syracuse. Now I'm saying all the kids. Some of the kids. Hey, I I met a, one of the dads, like uh, one of the fathers. He went to Illinois undergrad and he got his MBA from Penn State. So he used the he used the college to get the education, and then furthered his education. I'm not saying everybody's there, but there are some players that are kept they're kept eligible hey a basketball happens all the time the kids come for one year they go one semester and they drop out second semester They basically go to college for one semester Penn Simmons how many how many credits think he got at LSU hardly anything this happens all the time am I shocked by this no am I shocked that they don't can't read or write hey Dexter Manley got a degree Oklahoma State couldn't read or write happens all the fucking time it's disgusting and the Rays on Thursday in the game that still pisses me off ended a streak of 12 straight series losses to the Yankees yeah Yankees didn't show up to play. That was fucking ridiculous. And then I've talked about this before. This could be the first season in Major League history to feature more strikeouts than hits. 30 years ago, uh, so batters had nearly 13,000 more hits than strikeouts. Last season, that that dwindled down to 2,000. This season, it was nearly even with only 109 more hits than strikeouts. So there's been, through Wednesday, 30,678 hits 30,569 30, strikeouts. It's kind of scary how close it is. And Ron Darling says, Keith and I, Hernandez and I were talking, and he said, you know, our window is probably three years until we can't work anymore because the game is going to be so different. I mean, what was fair is foul, and what's foul is fair. I thought that was interesting. Now, 15 years ago, only seven qualified pitchers averaged 8.4 strikeouts per nine innings. Now, 8.4 is the major league collect average. Collectively, batters are hitting 248, Lowest average in 72 the year before baseball introduced the DH. Home runs made up 10% of the hits in 2014. It spiked in, D, in two years, 11.7% in 2015, over 13% in 2016, and last year, 14.5%, which had a record number of home runs. This season, it's 13.6% of hits or home runs. So a lot of, you know, that's a lot. It's kind of sucks. And Erica Neander, the GM of the... Uh, Devil Rays brought a good point. He goes, There's going to be a breaking point. In terms of purely watching a baseball game, seeing a few hundred pitches a night that aren't put in play, there's not a lot about that that's entertainment. That was Thursday. People don't come to see the umpire call a ball or strike or a foul ball. I think it's something we have to be mindful of because this is an entertainment business and we're here for the fans. Yes. Yeah. Focus so much on power pitching and power hitting is losing its appeal. Tendants across the majors is down an average of about fifteen hundred per game, with nineteen teams experiencing a drop from last year. I agree. Now, uh the GM of Astros uh Jeff Uh Leno, he, he's big into data. Acknowledge that extreme infield shifts spring directly from data, which quite logically encourage fields to play in spots where balls are most likely to hit the where you know most likely batters are most likely to hit the ball and thus encourages batters to hit balls over the shift and into the seats. And he says the power game has more to do with athleticism than analytics. He said, uh, so the night before, Oakland, unheralded Oakland pitchers dominated the Astros' boring lineup. I mean, where are these guys coming from? He said, how are we supposed to hit off these guys? And every team we have we face has guys starting in the sixth inning throw 100 miles an hour breaking balls. He said, t- you know, granted technology is allowing them to fine-tune their repertoire, I know how to use it, but, I mean, in the past, you'd see one of 100 guys in the big leagues like that who could throw 100. Now, more, that's more common than not. He, go, he goes, of course, Nolan Ryan and those guys always existed, but there was always maybe one in the division. There weren't four and five in every bullpen. And that's the thing. You've got live arms coming in, and they're overpowering the pitchers. And also an interesting thing is that the strikeout trend, the 2015 and, uh, Royals and 2017 Astros had the fewest strikeouts in the majors and wind up winning the championship. So, I mean that's kind of interesting, right? And Trevor Bauer from the uh, Indians said, "Anytime something's different, people want to categorize it as good or bad, and it's probably n- neither. It appeals to a certain fan base more, and it appeals to a certain fan base less." He goes, "So there'll be an, there'll be adaptation for sure." Hitters aren't just going to sit there and continue getting punched out for years and years and years. They're going to make some sort of adjustment to that. It'll all equal out. Yeah, I hope so. And after this, Buddy Reed's uh, uh, top outfield prospect for the Padres. He said, I was in low A last year, and you saw guys in the mid to upper 90s starting. Usually you see that out of the pen, and the starters would be 89 to 93, which is a lot different. Now you've got to be ready, like right away. Because you know, he said. He said not. They don't have not only good fastball, but they're throwing hard, harder sliders, harder curveballs, harder changeups with a lot of movement. Now he uh, played in the futures game, which had a, which featured eight home runs, doubling the record for the 20 year event, and 16 strikeouts. And in the All Star game, which uh, which had 10 home runs in 10 innings and 25 strikeouts. 15 of the 18 pitchers in the also game threw a pitch at at least 96 miles per hour and everyone threw at least 93.8 miles per hour, one mile per hour faster than the average Major League fastball according to Fangraphs. The 92.8 matches last year's for the highest in Fangraphs data, which dates to 2002. I mean, These guys are throwing heat. Thank you, Tyler Kepner. But that's the thing. Now, I don't know if I agree with you, Trevor Brower. Are they all going to adapt? I don't know. I mean, you hope so. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Uh, You know, I mean, you you hope, but, I mean, that's a game. I feel like it was either, uh, well, they did get a lot of singles at the beginning, but the Yankees, three hits the whole goddamn game. I mean, nothing happened. Nothing happened. We left in the seventh. They had a rally in the ninth, and they didn't win. But it was torture. It was like you weren't even paying attention. I mean, something would happen, and you just, there was no energy in the crowd. I felt that the new stadium, a lot got sucked out of it anyway. Now, this kind of grossed me. A tarantula taco, $27. A Mexico City market restaurant recently put the put the uh, tarantulas on the menu and posted a video on the Facebook on Facebook showing a chef torching one until blackened. The problem is the red rump tarantula is a protected species. The Federal Environmental Protection Agency uh, alert, was alerted to the situation via social media and seized four tarantula corpses that were ready to be served up on tortillas. The they were apparently an offer for five hundred pesos, or fifty times the price of a basic street taco. They also have grasshopper worms and ant eggs, which have long which have a long tradition in Mexican cuisine, and scorpions, which are less common. Yeah, I, ugh, I was like, ugh, I'm going to throw up. I'm sorry, I just ugh. now. Also, they have this. They have the Chinese high school, the high school World Series in uh, Japan, which is played at. Uh, Koshien, which uh, the Yashin uh, Yashin Tigers play, and when they when they have the the Japanese they have the high school championships, it is played. Uh, the Tigers go on a twenty five game road trip, twenty five day road trip, and it's single elimination. All the teams in the country, and Kent uh, Meyada his first year of high school, the future L.A. Dodger, was handed the ball to start his team's opening game. It lost, and he never returned to the championships. He uh, was a... Uh, th- there was a Daisuke Matsuzaka, who n- didn't have as great a career as he did um, in the pros. I, what, did he play the Red Sox? Yeah, in the Mets? Never was, but this... He was 10 years old when... Uh, Matsuzaka, senior at uh, Yokohama High School. Listen to this. He pitched a 250-pitch, 17-inning, complete game victory. The next day, he saved the semifinal victory and followed, a, a, followed the day after that with a no-hitter to win the championship. You think maybe he blew out his arm in those three fucking games? 250-pitch, 17-inning, complete game victory, came back, saved the semifinal victory, and the day after that threw a no-hitter to win the championships. Now, they're celebrating Japan for celebrating Perseverance. He said, uh, limits on pitch counts and consecutive days pitching do not exist here. They said his popularity never waned, even as he struggled at times during eight major league seasons with the Sox and the Mets. But how about that? I mean, that's out of control, right? Now, Tanaka, he, in a junior in 2005, he threw a 93-mile-per-hour pitch, the fastest in tournament history by a non-senior. The memorable pitch also happened to be in the final one of the tournament, an up-and-away slider, that was flailed at, clinching the school's second straight national championship, the first repeat in 57 years. The following year, he pitched the final 12 and two-thirds innings of the championship game that was called to draw off their 15 innings. Now, the next day they started started the game from scratch with someone to finish the first inning after the pitcher started. He never left. He was not... The the team lost 4-3, and he uh, actually swung and missed the last pitch of the game. So Tanaka said, the silver lining though was on Everlasting. Having the spotlight shine on you like at such a young age by playing in front of packed crowds and national TV cameras was unbelievable preparation. When I had to pitch under some of the situations as a pro, I wasn't nervous because I'd already experienced it at Koshien. Fucking crazy, right? They'd never heard of a pitcher named Yuki Sato who defeated, who defeated Tanaka, but in J- Japan he's a household name. As a senior, he led Waseda uh, Jits- Jitsugyo jisogyo of tokyo to its first national championship by starting all seven games his team played in the tournament his last four starts came on successive days and included all 15 innings of the championship game which ended in a tie in all nine innings of the replayed game his 69 innings at 948 pitches are tournament records and his 78 strikeouts were the most in 48 years he also uh, pulled a handkerchief from his uniform pocket and wiped his brow whenever he going got tough, earning him the nickname Han- "Handkerchief Prince." He plays for the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters. Struggled over eight years for a 15 and 24 record with a 4.33 ERA. Still starts games, draws big crowds, and his 30th birthday was headline news. All because that he how well he pitched on Japanese his biggest sporting st- starting stage. I mean, think about that. Crazy, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad. The Yankees got the win yesterday. Didi hit a home run. Start sending another home run. Ando Hart another home run. Severino allowed two runs, six hits, over five plus innings to tie Scherzer for the Major League with 16 wins. Greg Bird hit his 10th home run, first one since July 28th. Uh, Remind was removed for the game one inning after taking a foul ball off his mask. So they were June 21st. They were 15 and 22, had a chance to uh, break the 98 squad, 114 regular season wins, but they've been 27 and 24 going into today's game. They're on pace to win 101 games. Trilled the Sox by 10 games, and well, now that 10 and a half because uh, Sox won on Saturday night. Yeah, Severino sported a 750-yard over his period, seven starts. So he was uh, AL leading 198 on July 1st to 327 following Monday's loss to the Mets. Hey, that's all you need. Seventh, so Stanton's seventh home run in last 12 games and 299th of his career. And Andrew Hart is two-run double and his 20th home run in the fifth. All right listen playing some good ball and DeGrom so DeGrom allowed no earned runs last night in a complete game the one run was in the seventh was unearned now his ERA is down to 171 best in the majors and if it season end today it would be the second best ERA in franchise history behind Doc Gooden third career complete game Unbelievable, man. Zero one seventy one. That's out of control. I mean, if he was on any other team, forget about it. And yeah, so Severino, first time since July first that he had allowed no more than two earned runs in a start. That's good. So so Stanton, seventh one last twelve games. He had eighteen last August when he had a major league leading 59-32, which ties in with uh, Joey Gallo of the Rangers for fourth most in the AL. Hey, In April, he had five home runs and a 230 batting average. So listen. And Matt Harvey last night had a no-hitter into the sixth inning. They won 7-1. He's 6-7 and seven now. Threw six and a third shutter innings. Allowed four hits and a walk with five Ks. And improved to 6-5 and five and 17 starts for the Reds since uh, being acquired on May for Devin... Masaraco Masaraco I like what uh, and you know uh, the Giants talking about Sh- uh, Sh- Shermer said it goes like this if we take care of the ball on the offense if we disrupt the ball on defense and if something bad happens don't make it worse kind of simple it's man whipping man let's do it together that was uh, that was his pre-game and post-game speech he goes, I always believe in take care of the ball on offense, and on defense, if you take it away from them, well, that's obvious. That's the mindset. It's a total of things I've learned over the years. They took care of the ball on offense against the Lions, not giving a turnover as three quarterbacks didn't throw an interception. All right, so you can, hey. Score 24 unanswered points during one stretch. Not bad, right? And the Giants threw the ball 73 times during the preseason without an interception. Also even lost a fumble. Zero turnovers in eight quarters. That's good, right? Not bad. So the 17 play, 79-yard drive for the games for a touchdown. Love eating out the clock like that. That's good. Marvin Lewis. Never been a Marvin Lewis fan. He also talked about Super Bowls. Super Bowl Thirty, they lost when he was the uh, when he was with the Steelers, and he said they'd cool the gang play at the end of the game at at the post game party. Which no, yeah, no one cares. When they won the Super Bowl, they had the after party a Jones band of Merry Men from the East Side of Baltimore. He said they were a lot better because all that matters is winning the game. I thought that was kind of funny. Crazy, crazy stuff, guys! All right. Oh, and Cabin of the Woods, man, with Thor was good. I re- that movie, I recommend. That movie, I recommend. Yeah, AJ McCarron suffers hairline collar, collarbone fracture. Josh Allen played better, so Josh Allen could start opening day. Darnold, and I don't know if they're going to get B- Baker Mayfield the shot, but we shall see. And uh, Friday, Liz Cambage, who's what she she had a monster game early this year. 43 points, 13 rebounds as the Dallas Wings secure final playoff spot with a 107-102 win over the Las Vegas Aces. Tyson Fury looked terrible in the picture I saw. He beat this guy, Francesco Pian- Pianetta, Saturday. Picked away way, in He looks like, uh, listen, I watched him beat Klitschko. I thought it was one of the worst fucking fights I ever saw in my life. So now he's going to fight Deontay Wilder. They've been talking shit for a while. We'll see how that works out. I hope, I hope Wilder beats his ass. I, I, You know, I'm not a fan of Tyson Fury. And he fights so boring to watch. Oh, my God. Just torture to watch. Yeah, just enough. Yeah. I couldn't imagine throwing 250 pitches at a 17-in. Just doing that. And how the arm stays. Now, Josh Gordon's back with the Browns. because, as I humbly return to being a member of this team, my primary focus must remain on my sobriety and mental well-being. Yeah. And get in the fucking field. I'll tell you. I'm curious to see if he can come back. Ben Simmons got a mural in Melbourne. Pretty cool looking. Julio's, Julio Jones not with Under Armour anymore. I don't know why Under Armour would not want to renew with him. He's freaking awesome. And Todd Frazier is wearing, repping his 1998 Little League World Series teammates' names on his cleats for tonight's classic, which I think is freaking cool. I love that. That's a cool picture. That's a cool fucking picture. That's going on the show tonight. So they're playing playing tonight uh, right near Williamsport. They're playing the Phillies tonight, which I think is freaking cool. And all the kids get to go watch the game. Classy. I like that stuff. Oh, and I posted something on Instagram. So after they scored a touchdown, the Rams, the Rams have these guys with flags go on. And I was like, what is the point of this, man? They do what the Jets game do, these freaking flags. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's the dumbest thing. I've seen it at a college basketball game. It doesn't get the fan. It just, uh, maybe college, but not pro football, man. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. It's terrible. It's terrible to watch. Ugh. Just, it's, it's yeah, it's It's painful. And Messi scored Barcelona's six thousand La Liga goal. That's a lot of goals, man. I saw that uh, Ronaldo played for Juventus yesterday. People all around the corner, kind of cool. But what was it on? It was on ESPN Plus. All these fucking ESPN channels on ESPN Plus. You can't even watch it. You got to pay extra to watch that. Are you kidding me? This ESPN Plus is disgusting. You know, they should be ashamed. Of it. It's all about money. You know, it's like ridiculous. Really? I mean, honestly, I was like, I can't believe this. Yeah, Deontay Wilder. I don't know if it's a mega fight, but it'll, but I, I want to see it. Zach Martin. Yeah, I didn't. I wanted to read about Zach Martin. If he was, he had a leg injury, if they lose him. That's going to be bad. Zach. No significant injury. Okay. Yeah. MRI shows no, because that would have been bad for them. They hope they'll play opening day. Yeah. Yeah, Red Sox. Jeez, they're playing good ball. Clay's dad, uh, Thompson's dad, said he's going to be a warrior forever. Next seven or eight years. Okay. All right. Didi got hurt today. I hope he's okay. After collision. Jalen Watkins torio for the Chargers, that's uh, safety. He's uh playing good during preseason seasons that's that sucks. Yeah, and C cabin in the woods, really good. All right. Trivia questions. Dun dun dun. Last show's trivia question. Who is the Cowboys all-time leader in catching in 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 uh in catches and receiving yards? Jason Witten, 1152 catches and 12,448 Receiving yards. Jason Witten, most catches all-time in, in Dallas uh, Cowboy French's history and receiving yards. Who has the most TD catches? Today's trivia question. Most TD catches by a Cowboys receiver all-time. And Jason Witten, you know, first game, I uh, him and Joe Tessitore. I wasn't crazy about the show, about the Monday Night Football. But, you know, they got to work out the kinks. I mean, I, I don't, I'm i not a big fan of Jim Mance. So I do like Tony Romo, but... I miss, everybody misses Madden and Summerall. You know, nobody compares. Football's almost here. We have college football in like two weeks. Two weeks from yesterday, right? Can you believe Labor Day? Two weeks from tomorrow, summer's over. It's like, and it's going to be like 70s all week. What's up with this weather, man? Can it get warmer? All right, folks, have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Go Yankees. And go Staten Island to again today. Double elimination. They're undefeated right now. Side on line. Keep on winning. Keep on winning, baby. Peace out.